tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> it's over 9,000! All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Otaku Force. Yes, that's right. We're back with another Otaku Force episode. You can find us on RainmanDigitalMedia.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and also soon to be OtakuForce.com. What? Right? So soon we'll have more awesome stuff for you guys to check out. And again, thank you for listening. In the studio tonight is the ever lovely ACB. Hi. And of course, my Filipino brother from another mother. Mr. David Sabal. Hello, everybody. And I, as always, am Gregory Darkside Holmes. So let's jump into it, guys. It has been a pretty big anime season uh, for 2020, bearing all the shit that's gone down. There's been a lot of. Yeah. 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 They've a ton of stuff have still been continuing to come out. The simul dubs have been a little bit slow coming out, but that's fine. They're still popping out, you know, the subtitled version. So at least we get something new every week. Yeah. And this week we're going to be talking about a direct sequel to what I would probably say is an anime classic. Uh, and also one that apparently has caused David some trauma. Oh, yes. Which if yes. you've been listening to all the shows, apparently there's always something that David has trauma with. Well, you picked the one anime that I wasn't expecting because I, I, I vaguely remember you telling me that this was the follow up to a certain anime that is near and dear to part of my heart <laughs> everybody sure listening if you, if you could see david when he was saying that he was cringing trying to get the words out yeah uh, and this was actually the anime that actually made me stop anime years really back. yes see i liked it this was one I'm, of the well no it's not that you you have to actually if you tell me, me i would say if you tell me i have to look at the bigger story of it i'm gonna crawl over this mic and scratch no, no, your no, eyes no, no, out no. It's the fact that basically that, that, that it's the anime, bigger story. It's the, that anime spanned how many seasons, Greg? Not as original? many as not as many as One Piece. I one thought, Piece I could stand, so, but it was the story. So to understand it. why David is is getting so passionate, so, so passionate. Yes, uh, we're going to jump into our first show, which is Yasuhime Princess Half Demon, which is a direct sequel to the classic Inuyasha. So. <laughs> Yasuhime, or Yashihime, Princess Half Demon, is about the long-lost twins Toa and Setsuna reunite after 10 years to discover that they are the half-demon daughters of the great demon Sashomaru. Joined by Moraha, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, let's not forget she was a vital part in the show too, the three set out on a journey to regain their missing past. This is directed by Teru Sato, who, all, who other shows he directed was Aikatsu Stars, and he also was an episode director on Inuyasha, so we have kind of a returning, you know, part of the production team from the yeah. original show. Uh, the production company is Sunrise, which has done Code Geass. If you're familiar with the Gundam series, they've, I think, done every Gundam series, I think, yes. since the beginning. And uh, they also worked on Cowboy Bebop, oddly mm-hmm. enough, that I found out. Uh, the voice actors is, for the Japanese cast is Azusa Tadakoro as Moraha. Uh, she also voiced uh, Chloe in the time I got that time I got reincarnated as a slime and Astaroth in seven mortal sins. Mikako Komatsu did Setsuna 
She also did the voice of Sayori in Gundam Build Fighters and Seyo in Akagami Kill. Sarah Matsumoto was Toa Higurashi. She voiced uh, Namita Suzumeno in Baruto Naruto Next Generations and Hiro Kurusu in Kono Oto Tamare Sounds of Life. And in the English cast, which only they have about two English dubbed episodes out right now, you have Erica Mendez as Toa Higurashi, who also voiced the character in Gundam Build Fighters. The character they voiced was Yukio Yuki Hidaka. And she voiced Itsuki Sumuragi in Kakagure. Kira Buckland voiced Setsuna. She voiced Mary Sawatome in Kakagure. And in episode six and seven of Tower of God, she voiced Hex and then voices the character Yuri Jihad throughout the rest of the series. Morgan Berry voiced Moraha. She did the voice of a young Ichirohiko in The Boy and the Beast. And she also voiced Rindo Kobayashi in Food Wars, The Third Plate. So in watching this, the first episode almost kind of turns you off. Almost. Well, almost. So, it's, 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 so the first episode starts off where you meet Toa and then they do this whole kind of flashback with. That stuff was all over the damn after, place. I does a flashback with Kagome and Yasha kind of the lives after the end of the series. <laughs> and then at the end of the first episode, you have more haunts at Suna showing up and kind of rescuing Toa. Yeah. And then the next episodes kind of basically start before that happened. And I think episodes two and three, I think are the better start. We're the better start to the series. Yeah. Yes. Yes. By far. I don't think we needed that. I don't think we really needed a Tarantino first episode. Um, pretty much. I mean, like the thing that kind of took me by surprise, as I said, it was like flipping it on, starting it up. And all of a sudden I see Inuyasha playing and I'm like going, am I watching the right anime? Oh God, I am. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the flashback is the thing that kind of hurt the episode for me. The rest of the stuff I found interesting. I found I, I, I liked the idea. Well, no, that's, that's why. That's why how I they say connected like, everything. You know how they. That's why. It. That's why I think episode two should, should have been the start of the should series. Should have been the start of the series. I think they they could have taken episode one and moved that to when they're back in feudal Japan. Where like that's where they do the flashback and talk about the past and everything. I yes. think that episode was out of place because. Episode two and three, way more entertaining. Things yes. didn't start connect, connecting until like three. And I'm like, okay, fine, we can do this. Because after all that, I was just like, it was so all over the place. I was just like, I don't even know. Like, so it is, are we, what time are we in right now? What what are we doing here? Like, what's part of it? It was so annoying. Like, and I know- <laughs> that's, that's why I think if episode two was the first episode and they start off that way, then you get, then you go into episode, you know, three, which you make that episode two, then it starts making sense by episode two. And then episode three, you can you know, either do the flashback or you can just continue on and then have the flashback be later on in the series. Cause the flashback, I mean, to me, the flashback didn't really add anything to the story. No. It just kind of told me like, Oh, okay, cool. So after this, they all kind of live together and uh, you know, there are kids and you know, there's still demons Cool. Demon shit. And you know? then episode two, they're just like, changed. it's just like, I'm Toa Higurashi and I live in the modern world. Hi. Yeah. Like, like what and and yeah it takes you uh, it's kind of strange because then that that in itself is the interesting mystery is they're from the modern age how 
Well, no, because they, 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 so spoiler alert, they reveal that Toa somehow gets taken through, through, through like the wind, like the the rainbow, rainbow tunnel or whatever. Yes. Into the modern world. Because if, if for any Inuyasha fans, the well is gone. No, the well is sealed up. The well is sealed up. Yeah. But see, so, so they reveal that her, Setsuna and Moraha have these three rainbow gems. Yes. Um, in their eyes. Okay, how they got there? They haven't explained that yet. Not yet. Will they? I hope so. Yeah, That's but right. some like three titted like snake lady trying to suck him out. She, that was yeah. weird. Yeah, that, that was, was like, weird. She's, she's, like, she's like, come to me. There was I'm always like, some weird demon doing some weird sexual stuff. That's what I. So well, well, what's like, funny? What's funny is it. when the demon takes, she's like, "I'm going to be prettier." I'm like, Mm-mm, "Bitch, it's doing the opposite. You getting ugly as fuck." <laughs> the thing is, though, about like the demons. That would, that's for me. That's the strong suit of the whole universe of Inuyasha. The demons are interesting. Well, no, they make they make them that that's way. That's what got me to watch it though. Yeah. And we would I, we would come home from the bar, and it would be like Inuyasha was literally the only thing on an Adult Swim. So we would pop it on, and I'd be like, "What in what is this?" And that's what sucked me in was seeing some weird tentacle lady with like you know trying to eat <laughs> talking about stuff and yeah that's why we that's why i started watching it well which is funny because that's something we me when we when me and casey started dating we would put that on like going to sleep like we'd fall asleep to inuyasha and then thanks to hulu continually playing inuyasha <laughs> we'd wake up like 10 15 fucking episodes later and being like what day is it okay cool <laughs> what the fuck is going on what did i miss <laughs> what did I miss? you didn't miss much <laughs> you know but this Again, like, I really started digging what was going on with episode two and three. And I want to see where the episodes, where the rest of the series goes. So I want to see how they tie in everybody else. Because we've already seen that Sashomaru is still around. He's still kind of kicking it. Yes. Um, they haven't really talked about where Inuyasha or Kagome have been. Because that's the big, I, I have a gut feeling that's the big mystery. That's the big mystery of the the whole story arc. Well, they did mention when they mentioned Inuyasha, they said Lord Inuyasha. Inuyasha. So something happens, and he somehow becomes Lord Inuyasha. And you got to remember that basically the one bit of information we did get is in episode one, the one character I forgot the name, the one that's supposed to be the the daughter of Inuyasha, Mora. 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 She doesn't know her parents. She basically states in in the dialogue that she's never even met. She's never even but doesn't the, know her. But parents. the funny thing is, is that everybody else knows who they are. Exactly. And then I'm like going, "How does this? Like, how you does don't she see the red streak in your hair, girl?" <laughs> <laughs> and, well, like, <laughs> and then what's funny is because even like because when she even travels to the modern world, the grandparents are like, "Oh, she has Kagome's face. That must be Kagome's daughter." Like, what? Like, has nobody sat her down going, "Look, these are your parents." And that's what I said is like, it's so hammer fisted to me that basically the mystery of the whole story is where the hell is Kagome and Inuyasha? And then I want to weep. <laughs> well, and then, and, then they, and then even in the synopsis it talks about they're trying to regain their past because Setsuna doesn't remember, uh, doesn't remember Toa at all, but Toa remembers her. And so you got to wonder, you know, what, you know, when Setsuna like was growing up, you know, her, like the training that, you know, Sashomaru basically threw on her by just abandoning her and having her fight for her fucking life. And you kind of get the sense, uh, I will give episode one this, you get the sense that basically the demon, uh, what was he called? Hothead? The one... Oh, Roothead? Roothead. Roothead. The one that basically 
you they think that they destroyed him, but, but he was part see, of the tree. He becomes part of the sacred tree. Well, he but he but he ended up at the end of episode three, at beginning middle of episode three, he's gone. He's gone. But you you kind of get that sense that because as an Inuyasha fan, you know that the sacred tree is tied to Inuyasha time. and time. Time, right? So whatever he did when he connected to the tree affected time. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this probably explains, especially when you get through episodes two and three, why everyone's memories is disjointed. It's cyclical. It's, like Terminator. Yeah. It's something, <laughs> something he did to the tree was, is what's causing all this chaos to happen. But I think, but I, I think he caused minimal damage because initially when he went to the tree, nobody knew he connected to the tree. Yeah. And so now that they found that out, it's kind of determined, did he, did he cause a lot of damage or was it just, he caused a small rift. But I think too, that with Inuyasha itself, that the Inuyasha universe is, is expansive with all the demons that they had and that they yeah. destroyed or that, you know, were there and then not there anymore, that they can bring a lot of those back and. Oh, easily, easily. Because the one thing that, that always frustrated me with Inuyasha in the series was like, Inuyasha and Kagomi would destroy the demons, but then the demons would just miraculously come back. <laughs> they never die. They, they never, never die. die. No I, have, I, have demon, I, have, I have demon health insurance. I get five right. resurrections a year. Uh, if I don't use them, uh, I get to roll those over to next year. Um, and, and no matter what, the thing, the thing that I had a problem with, with Inuyasha and then with this series was... One of my biggest problems with the series in general is the fact that it's so predictable. Like, you know where it's going to go. You know that basically Inuyasha and Kagome are going to use their arrow in this Tetsaiga and bang, kill the demon. Okay. But I think that's. But I think that's what I think that's what makes this one of the more popular animes is that you can just watch, you can just sit and enjoy. It. You sit don't have enjoy to. It. Yeah. Hey, that's a form of comfort nowadays. You, yeah, like, I mean, you don't you don't have to sit there and really like. You Inuyasha, know, you come on down. I'll, I'll accept it. You don't have to really sit there and think about like what you know what's going on. Like you don't have to sit there and like try and dissect an episode where. You know, oh, is this going to happen next? Or maybe this will happen. Like I don't know. They can go anywhere with they it. They can it's, go you know, anywhere, but. It's like if you watch, um, it's like if you watch like Berserk, you don't, you don't really, when you, if you, the first time you watch Berserk, you don't really know where it's going to go. Where it's going to go. And then it takes a turn where you're just like, oh shit, okay. And then you think like, oh, this is how it's going to end. Oh, okay. Or it's like in, you know, fucking uh, Gurren Lagann where, uh, you know, spoiler, if you haven't watched Gurren Lagann, I'm sorry, where Kamina dies and that's out of nowhere. Oh yeah. That's out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> like I... Well, I remember watching that. I'm like, this is fucking rad. And then that episode, I'm like, no, 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 no. He's going to come back. He's going to come back. And then he's fucking gone. He's like, gone. They don't, they don't, they, they move on in the series. They're just like dead, moving on. Yeah. And the series, they're like, you got to fucking move on, everybody. Come on. And they kind of redeem it at the end. But I think that's one thing like with Inuyasha and some of those animes that came out during that time was they were made for entertainment. And like the story had a lot to it, but it was also simple. Like you didn't have yeah. to sit there and be like, What's going to happen to Inuyasha next? Like, no, you're like, okay, they fought demons. Okay, they're going to fight more demons. Okay. There's like kind of the weird, you know. And she's going to ask him to sit and that's yeah, the end as, episode. You know, and and, he, and like, there's going to be that weird, like, kind of like, you know, like love, you know, ten, sexual tension between two of them. And then she, he pisses her off and then she just goes, I forgive you. Oh, also Inuyasha, sit. <laughs> and that's kind of his like, oh, I fucked up. But then also when we were watching that, when he showed up, he was briefly nice. And I was like. Why is Inuyasha briefly nice? 
he was always such a smart ass. So I'm like, he was never nice ever. Well, it would make sense. See, for me, when I saw that, I'm like, going, okay, they're trying to show that basically time has passed. So maybe their relationship has actually, I don't know, grown. <laughs> they always, no, they always, they always say that, yeah, it's, they're going to change, but they don't change. <laughs> and they don't they change. don't, they don't. And I'm like going, that's one of the things just for me, uh, uh as a former, as a, for, a former Inuyasha fan. No, you're still an Inuyasha fan. Don't fucking. Oh, lie. I'm like that. Don't, this up, series don't just lie. makes my heart hurt. <laughs> but like, the one thing that is so irritating is that the relationship never changes. It's Kagomi is never going to actually tell Inuyasha what she really feels like. Inuyasha is going to be a jerk and basically not tell uh, and jump to conclusions on Kagome. And neither the twain shall ever ever meet <laughs> but the relationship will stand and it's a Rumnik Takashi type of stereotype that she does in all of her series she did it in Raman One Half she did it in Mason and Cuckoo she does it in Inuyasha and like by the time I got through Inuyasha I'm like going you know what no I'm gonna tap out <laughs> I'm done and that's when I legitimately quit anime for a while because there was nothing different going on during that time. And all the animes during that time for me, for me just started becoming stale. And then now thanks to my ginger brother in charge the past two years, I got back into that anime and I'm seeing, okay, there's a different landscape out there. There's so many unique well, animes. And out that's, there. he's I mean, really good at giving you that gateway stuff, right? Where it sucks you in. It sucks you in. Yeah. I'm your pusher. I'm your pusher, man. <laughs> you said, <laughs> I'm your pusher man. I'm your pusher man. You had to yeah. say it again, and dude, I'm your pusher man. I'm your pusher man. But I feel like I need to like recommend uh, anime to you guys down like an Eastern European accent. Like David, come here. I have something to show you. <laughs> yes, this is Yashihime, Half Demon Princess. It's direct sequel to Inuyasha. You'll love it. I know Inuyasha hurt you, See, but did, you love it. <laughs> that was the best part. My brain didn't hear Inuyasha. I just heard, oh, that's a cool title. The Half Demon Princess yes. sounds fantastic. I'll I'll watch it. And then all of a sudden, I see Inuyasha's face, and I'm like. like no, like, what the hell? No. And, then, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then just me behind you going, no, David, keep watching. It's fine. Just keep watching. No, no. <laughs> no, two, no I can't. Watch episode two. Episode three. That's it's what fine. you do it to me. We'll be sitting there watching anything. I'm always Casey, like, it's fine. Shoot, shut up. Craig. Watch it. It's fine. What are you, it's fine. What are you, it's fine. Just, watch just it. give it a chance. Just watch just it. Give it a it's chance. fine. It's fun. You love it's, it. It's funny, too, because like the Inuyasha stuff, Inuyasha and Kagome, Made me have PTSD, but I was like, like everybody else, I was like, oh, thank God, Sashomaru and and Sango at least moved on. They have children. Sashomaru doesn't have that freaking wind tunnel in his hand anymore. Hooray! Something. Would you say Sashomaru doesn't have the wind tunnel? Oh no, not Sashomaru. Um, I forgot the the monk's name. See, my brain has blocked out the right? series. Stop trying to bring up David's trauma, okay? Go in a circle and t- ask everyone how he enjoyed it. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. About the, He's don't... sweating. <laughs> he didn't like it. But like those moments, actually seeing that those characters have grown, they've matured, they've moved on, their relationship has changed and, you know, gotten more than just what it was, was one of the positives for me. I was like, okay, I can live Moroku with this. was the Moroku, character you're thinking Moroku, of. yeah. And then like... But I swear to God, the fact that Inuyasha and Kagome fell into the same tropes, even though there was that just glimmer of hope that they actually changed. Everyone but. has that friend with the dumb boyfriend. That <laughs> but see, also, too, we don't, we don't know what happens, like, late, what happened later on where 
Like what happened? Like why does Maraha not know who her, who her parents are? And someone kind of everybody else says she did. She she grew up with Granny though, right? Yeah, she grew up with Granny. So That's Granny has to happens. know. Is she she has to know like who her parents are. And, he, and this is what one of the problems that I had with Half Demon Princess was like. Unfortunately, now that I got that in my brain, okay, it's Inuyasha. Suddenly, I found myself actually going, okay, I know where this is going, and this is what I think is going to be the whole thing. A prediction. The whole, yeah. The Hold whole, on, everybody. We have we have a prediction. The from reason, David on how the series will go. The reason why Inuyasha's and Kagomi's daughter does not know the uh, does not know them is because early on, when she was probably a baby, something happens to Kagome. Kagome disappears magically, and then Inuyasha goes, "I have to find her," and then disappears and leaves her. the babies in the forest. <laughs> exactly, and leaves the babies in the that's forest. That's the most logical that's, thing that's been said. That's what right. Inuyasha well, that's, that's would what, do, and that's what we'll find out is. <laughs> Toa and Setsuna, who are, who are Sashomaru's daughters, wh- why were they left in the? Why did he leave them in the forest? Like what? It's Shishomaru. He was doing stuff. This is true. Be- I don't know why I don't <laughs> yeah. want to try and bring that one up. Look, Shishomaru basically just you know shows up. If we're all going to start talking about bad dads. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I had kids. Join the club, right. okay? And Greg, look at the, who their father was. What their father was. That's just true. That's you got to break the cycle, Greg. You got to break the trauma. Where's Jerry Springer <laughs> when you need him to help break this? Or Maury Povich? You can't. Inuyasha. <laughs> Just imagine fucking Inuyasha and Mori Povich. Mori Povich. All right, Inuyasha. Tess came back and says, You aren't the father. <laughs> you, what? What? <laughs> it shows that the father is your brother, Sishomaru. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him that creepy, like, fucking Carl laugh from fucking Octane Hunger Force. Like, Although, I don't, I can't remember now. Did uh, the one character that I actually liked from the old series, the Mosquito. <laughs> the, oh, the, Sashomaru's oh, little. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. He, I know he made an appearance because you see him. Yeah. But it's the. Uh, one oh, the little. I don't. Flea. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, see, him I didn't see him. Does that mean he's not going to make an appearance at some point? No. Yeah. You never know. But that's the thing is because this because I remember when they announced the series because we even talked about it on the show they were they they announced that they were doing a, a sequel to it and. I kind of thought like, well, where are they going to go with this? Cause it's completely different. I go and how, and like the way they explained it at first, didn't make any sense. Cause it said Inuyasha and Sashomaru's, uh, like half, like the half sisters or half demon kids. And I'm like, yeah, wait, Inuyasha, I can understand Cause maybe him and Kagome got busy, but like Sashomaru, like where does, does he's kind of like square up on somebody <laughs> like, Hey, um, look, I'm a demon. I'm, I'm the demon Sashomaru. Uh, let me flash that smolder, smolder, and then fly, fly ass out. Yeah, I'd always be like, "What's up, girls?" Yeah, and we're done. All right, now we're gonna go and uh, have some fun. Have some right. fun. Bye. You know, let that fur hit the ground, girl. Fur- yeah, <laughs> transform into that dog's dog form of his. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Shishomaru's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> Oh, that's probably gonna get us a one star rating again. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> but it's like with especially with anime nowadays, I noticed that am I surprised that there was a there's a sequel to this? At first I was, but when I thought about it, especially in the landscape nowadays with anime, you have new generation anime happening like Naruto jumps to Baru- uh Baruto. Baruto. Honestly, I, we could have done without that. I one, guarantee though. you that One Piece will probably jump to a new generation. No, they won't. It's I just gonna keep. It. It's gonna, David. It's gonna keep going. I guarantee it. No, David. It's gonna they're keep gonna going. They're gonna evolve. Huh? 
But it's gonna it's, be, all of a sudden jump to all of a sudden their their next generation. Well, yeah, no, but they're but it's it. I don't. I think it's just gonna keep going. I just think it's some. They're just gonna continually keep making episodes because they're what like seven eight hundred deep now. Yeah, they're there. I think it's eight hundred. Eight hundred deep. Yeah, for anybody who go for any for anybody out there listening, and you have a friend that goes, dude, you should totally watch One Piece. You have a lot of stuff to watch. <laughs> you have a lot like, of stuff honestly, to watch. Honestly, you might as well just clear your fucking calendar and just watch that. Uh, <laughs> that's like, you're like 800 episodes deep. Like what? I've had 10, friends try 10, to catch 10 up. movies. It's impossible. What's the point, though? It, like, uh, like, I can say, honestly, may- I, like, the, the, the great thing about YouTube is they everybody shows all the cool shit that happens. Yes. And that, honestly, that's just what I say. I just want to see Luffy and everybody fighting and doing cool shit. Yeah. Because at this point, you're 800 episodes deep. I, like those first few episodes are, are rough. They're rough, but I mean, but, like w- the point about One Piece is like they get so many epic moments that you can continually keep doing it yeah. again and again and again, and it works. But so I think with kind of bringing it back to Yashihime is that this is kind of how they bring a new Asha into for a younger generation yeah. or a new a new generation. I say because. They're going to go back and be like, oh, I want to find out. I want to know what happened in that series. And Inuyasha is not that long or that deep to where they can get into it and watch it. So I would say if you're a fan of Inuyasha, definitely check this out. Just be wary. Episode one's kind of seems it's out of trash. place. Just say um, it's trash. Yeah. It's bad. So, you, so honestly, you could if you really want to just start at episode one, you can't. Honestly, you could probably just skip to episode two and get a little bit of a recap. And then you're you're fine. Well, it, I, it's honestly, it's if you can stomach it, if you could get past it. Like I, I did not like the first two episodes. I didn't start liking it until the third. So if you can get past that part, you know, it's like, do I want to keep watching it? Yeah, just to see how they're gonna get. Like it's like watching a train crash. You know, like <laughs> I just want to see where this shit show's going. You know, like you're already all over the place. You know, so might as well keep it going. So right, try it. So this is kind of one of our, I, I would say one of our shakies uh, we recommend. <laughs> just because we're just like, yeah, check it out also. Uh, if you got nothing well, else to do. Definitely check it out because just on the basis that Inuyasha is a classic franchise, just like what you said. It's one of the mainstays of anime that, that came out of the, like, the 90s. In the, in the boom of anime. And so and a lot of us got it from Toonami. It would be, be it's kind of like Inuyasha continuing on is like when dragon ball z came back everyone jumped on board even though fans were like going you know we're kind of burned out on where where are they going to go with dragon ball yeah, z but everybody but everyone still jumped into and dragon watched ball it z. so i watched it because it was after school yeah it was, there's nothing else we didn't have cable so dragon ball z was on all right everybody so we're gonna take a quick break here and then we're gonna come back with our second show again guys this is otaku force see you in a few When you look back at Picard, who had the best character development? Mm. Who had the best? I mean, Jesus. I would say it's probably Captain Rios. Captain Rios is up there. I, I don't yeah. even think the. I see. I don't even give a fuck about that show, Dave. What's the name of the girl? Ra, uh, Raffi. No, the, the fucking main girl, the android. Data's fake Soji. daughter. Soji. Yeah, Soji. I mean. Like, I mean, you could say she is the focus, but do what? Do this is what we know of her. She was created. She was then sent out, <laughs> and she went to go look for her home again. Okay. 
that. Your fucking story! series I've ever watched, David. It makes uh, me cry, Dave. No, no. If, I'm the listeners are, if the listeners can hear my pain and my tears and my voice, it's, it's because they're there. David, this show, Picard, hurts me. Oh, no. I'm with you. It is an awful you. show. <laughs> Star Trek from the holodeck, exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Head over to RainManDigitalMedia.com or search for it wherever you listen to podcasts. End simulation. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right, everybody, we're back. We just finished talking about Yashihime, Half Demon Prince, Princess, uh, the direct sequel to Inuyasha. And now we're going to be moving on to a new anime that has no previous anime to base off of. We are talking about Akudama Drive. Akudama Drive is about, is, takes place basically as many years ago as Civil War ravaged Japan, leaving the country fragmented into two regions, Kansai and Kanto. In Kansai, a group of six Akudama carry out missions given to them by a mysterious black cat while evading the police, but a dangerous journey is about to unfold when a civilian girl becomes twisted into the Akadama's way of life and witnesses their criminal drives. So, just to quickly, Akadama basically we've determined is professional criminal. Yeah. Is how, is how they play it. And this series is directed by Tomohisa Taguchi. He directed the Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuna movie. Uh, also directed Kino's Journey, the Beautiful World TV series. The production company is Peril, which did the the Abashiri Family OAV, Bao OAV, and also worked on Bleach. Uh, this right now has no English voice cast, and we get through these increased bosses. This is all the all the Akudamas and the civilian girls. So we have Megumi Ogata as Doctor. Uh, she did the voice of Itona Horibe in Assassination Classroom. Yue and Yukito Suki. Tsukishiro in Card Capture Sakura. Shun Hori is the hacker who did the voice of Kurin and Toxin in Bakugan Battle Planet. Did the voice of Sariel in the Seven Deadly Sins film Imperial Wrath of the Gods. Or I'm sorry, TV series. And Shun, Shunsuke Takuichi is the brawler who did the voice of Zack Walker in Astro Lost in Space. And did the voice of Archer of Black in Fate Apocryphia, the TV series. Subaru Kimura as the hoodlum, who is the voice of Ryoma Terasaka in Assassination Classroom, and did the voice of Gabby in the Devilman Crybaby series, or the original network Netflix animation. Uh, Takahiro Sakurai was Cutthroat, 
who was the voice of Kiyoya Hikami in Aesthetica of a Rogue Hero and did the voice of Griffith in the Berserk series. Uh, Tomoya Kurosawa was is the ordinary is the ordinary person. Uh, she did the voice of Otome Arasugawa in Aka- oh, I can't ever see this Aikatsu, and then the voice of Aiko in FLCL Progressive. Uh, which, for those of you who don't know, was the later FL was the later Fully Cooly series that they did a uh, few years few years back. And then Yuchihiro Umahara is the voice of the Courier. Uh, did the voice of Seiya Ryugyun in Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious. And Goro in Darling in the Franks. So right off the bat, when this series, the first episode hits, I think me, I even said this when we watched it. It has. Uh, it had the, the first opening scene is very Blade Runner yes. ghost in the shell. Like the opening sequence, like is very Blade Runner esque cyberpunk. Um, and then just the whole series kind of pulls from those like Blade Runner ghost in the shell. Uh, I think, did you say some other films? Casey, it was like total recall. Yeah. Total recall. I just honestly was so excited because I was like, is this good? Is this a cat anime? Because like I kept seeing the cat. I was the like, black cat? Yeah, I was yeah. like, is this a cat anime? And Greg's like, no, I'm like, okay. And then the cat becomes a, a focal right. point. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'm well like, then. Neat. And, uh, but then what I like about the two is that all the episodes are named after famous films. Like you have Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs. Speed. Um, I can't, the, well, I can't remember what the other one was. Like they all, they all had something to do with the episode. Yeah, but they're all named after like after the film, or after you know, like after a film that kind of had the same idea or you know similar setting, similar and, theme and setting. Yeah, um, I like the art style for this. It was very uh, like Persona esque from like the game. It had that very like kind of shiny, flashy type of anime style. Um, they introduced everybody in a very like I don't want to say like Ocean's Eleven type way, but like where they just it's smoking aces, yeah, like very smoking aces, where it's just everybody gets their own like little special intro. Yeah, it's very almost like Tarantino ish. Yeah, and I like the first episode. I'm like, okay, I don't know how this is gonna go. Like, okay, we're watching it, and then as they introduce everybody, I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And then like they introduce the doctor, <laughs> and this is where cues <laughs> an interesting conversation between me and Casey because the doctor, for lack of a better term, is just very slutty. No, no. It works. No, no. It works. She's, not just, she's wearing saran wrap. She's wearing saran wrap and a thong. It, Fine. You know, what? you know what? If that's your thing, go on with your bad self. That's going to, if you're a doctor, your stuff's all contaminated. You're going to get weird stuff growing on there. But no, <laughs> the best part about it is when we were watching it, Greg's like, no, no, no. They always explain that. Yeah, he looked I at me I really, and lied really? to my yeah, face. I, my, I, I made my... him pause it. I said, stop right now. How dare you? You're going to yeah. sit here and look at me and lie. Like that. Usually they do, but uh, I the you lies know, you I tell. Put my the lies you tell. So did, why did you lie? Just embrace it. Just embrace it. This is the this is the anime world. <laughs> the, fair enough. This is fair the enough. world that we have been introduced to. Yeah, fair enough. And it's very stylized. Yeah. So Extremely. like, <laughs> at least she, hey, at least she had a white coat on. You know, and and the the that's a step in the right direction. She was supposed to create a diversion. Do you know what though? The whole part of that that was like she kept licking that scalpel. I was like, "You are so nasty." I was like, "That's it." It was so gross to me. I was like, I was physically like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Every every time in the intro, like it, it pans her and she's like, kind of like, no. I'm like, "Oh god." And so I had to like sit it's there. So and like, sharp. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a lollipop. It's a very sharp I, lollipop. Oh it's my a very god. Sharp lollipop. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Like turning a, a Tootsie Pop into a fucking shiv. <laughs> hey, Mr. Freeway. <laughs> hey, Mr. Owl, how, do you turn, how, how many steaks is there on Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I make them all into shivs, kid. <laughs> but. And what I like, too, is that each character has their own personality. It's not like they all know each other. They're all friends. Yeah. They all have their part to play, but they all want to be the best. Yeah. Everyone um, except for homegirl. Homegirl's just coming in, doing dumb stuff. <laughs> She was well, so annoying. Ugh. The funny part was she she did. It made sense why she, she jumped in. It. She didn't jump in. She was just literally telling everyone else what to do. Like she was just like, what are you doing? What she, are you she, doing? She, she, got, she basically wouldn't pay using money that the courier dropped on the ground at the beginning of the episode. She's like, I have to give it back to him. Like, I don't want to take his money. He dropped it and said, dropped money is bad luck. And you picked it up well, and you're just like, nah, I'm not going to use it to pay with it. If you had just paid the lady for your your fucking food with that coin, you would you would not have been on this fucking adventure of a fucking giant ass fucking heist. And then, but then she's sitting there telling everyone else what to do and yeah, how we, they we need can't to get do it this. together. We can't like, do that. And it's like she's like, I'm the, sw- I'm, I'm the swindler. You've literally been running around in your goofy little shoes, playing with a cat. What? <laughs> 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 This really has become a cat anime. I, I mean, but dude, yeah, because like, well, I'm sorry that uh, if I had a cat like that, I'd be so happy. But, <laughs> so essentially, everybody idea they introduce all these players. Yes, and then the whole goal at the beginning in the first episode is to is to stop Cutthroat from getting executed, 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 executed by the by the yet. Japanese uh, Chuck Norris. Yes, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. Um. For those of you who don't understand what we mean, just watch it. The police chief looks like fucking Chuck Norris. Yeah. I mean, automatically, uh, that's what, what I thought, Chuck too. Norris wants. Yeah. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Before and, he's so, screaming in the glasses and yeah. everything. So the whole goal is to save Cutthroat. Nobody knows who Cutthroat is, but by the name of it, he's got to be dangerous if he's got and like an almost, like almost thousand. Amount of money yeah, it's like a million though. yen for to save him. He has like a thousand year prison sentence and they're, just, they're executing him in public. And... Then when they then at the point when they do save him, you find out why he's called Cutthroat because he fucking beheads everybody. Everybody. And he, he said red sparklers he, yeah, or something like he that. He loves he loves the sight of blood and he goes like, Oh red, it's ooh, it's like a red flower. And very Michael Jackson he was yeah. very uncomfortable. And then he, when he licked that chick, I about fell out of my chair. Yeah. I was just like, Oh my god. He's he's see, very he's is- very weird and eccentric and then but then like when he gets serious, he's completely different. And he's just like he's very you know, straight to the point, I'm going to fucking kill he you. He was scary. And he the, was the, the one that was, I was like, really scared of. In the past, in the past episodes that we've covered, we've covered some really strange anime that is just out there and unique and just like what you guys said, eccentric. But this is my type of anime. This is like, this is what got, I loved because it was like so off the wall. It reminds me of Smoking Aces where it's like just off the wall, crazy shit happening. I was laughing when well, I think it's like any like everything you think can go wrong can go wrong can go wrong but yeah. it, but it's it's funny to watch because then you have brawler who just wants to fight everybody like fight I'm the strongest so gonna... nice though he was just like I just want to fight people yeah. but he was like so nice about it nonchalant. yeah it was just like it's cool <laughs> it's like cool. Nothing wrong I'm gonna go it. punch that big old thing over there because it's big you know, <laughs> you know? Like and the, then you, the cutthroat thing had me laughing he was so weird though like I was so invested in it though when he was like when he turned and licked her cheek though I oh god like, so there's a scene where the ordinary girl basically has blood on her cheek and cutthroat licks it and that's where kind of cutthroat says like you're mine and yeah, like, awesome. which I like, told to me, like, Greg, I said that you'd have no idea how many times, <laughs> how many times. It's, but I think, I think with that, like, 
the, with the, and going through like they build dynamics with each of the character and the ordinary girl like she is annoying like she's saying like we need to do this we can't leave it down we can't do this it's like you have done you nothing do to not help understand the severity right now, of the situation you are in like you should be dead right now little girl because one they're the, they're these they're akudamas they're professional criminals they're these they're out there, like except for that one weird dude that looked like the dude from Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the, hoodlum. He looks <laughs> like he looks, looks, basically if Egon didn't wasn't a scientist and just became a thug. He, he dropped out. Of, is he, what he is what hoodlum is because he has that fucking pompadour like Egon Spangler had yeah. in the animated Ghostbusters series. But they get in there and then they introduce like the top, like the super secret police, the executioners. Which I'm sorry. The the male executioner, he's fucking Kakashi from Naruto. Like, fight, <laughs> fucking fight me if you think I'm wrong. Like, he's fucking Kakashi because, like, the way he acts, never see his face. He just fucking, like, he's like, we got to do this. He's like, where you at, people? Like, he'd just be yelling. He'd just be saying, like, Naruto, where the fuck are you? And it'd be the same thing. And he's nonchalant about it, too. Yeah. Which and is he's so freaking cool. So. This, this absolutely reminds me, like, when they showed up, I kid you not, I got the vibes of, like, Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill. When you see the assassins, that's the executioners. <laughs> and Bill was, Bill was the uh, one guy who's just giving orders. And oh, it's no, the, um, what, it. who do we say that was? It was Blanche from uh, Golden Girls. Like she's just this old lady. Like, Blanche was like a, a, a angry uh, Betty White. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's. It'd be a whole lot cooler if you had Snickers. Right. Yeah. They were. But they. And what's funny is they all follow this black cat to steal whatever it is on this train. In their defense, the black cat keeps dropping money in their account. So yeah. you know what? If a so cat black, gave so, me a million dollars, I'd be like, where are we going? Where dude, are we going? Dude, the black cat is, the black cat reminds me of like And then they put Charlie, the little tiggies around their neck too. Dude, he's basically Charlie from Charlie's Angels. He's the one that if he gives was like, the, If Charlie was sadistic. Sadistic and, and, and give me the orders. He's the intercom. <laughs> he's, a, he's the but what's, what's funny is that he basically gets all the Akudama to try and save cutthroat they also get their million yen and then he goes i'll give you each a billion to help me steal this what, this item on this train that's the part where i got really confused i'm like what is this again like i, I didn't it didn't and so stick with me they have to like infiltrate this station that nobody goes to but it's a train station then they each have to split into two they have to yes. activate an elevator it's not really, you know, it's like there's like, it's, but then you push it at the same exact time. So there's like all these little things like where I, they try to make it almost like one, like a heist film. Oh, and, and all the time and, and I mean, everything. But then like Guy Ritchie was busy. It just, so it's Guy Ritchie, but it just seems like some parts seem really forced. Like it's entertaining, but then they're just like, all right, we got to do this. It's like, this is a bit much like there's whatever is on this train that you're trying to steal. Also to infiltrate just this train station. It's a lot of fucking work. But I want to keep watching it just to see like where it goes. Yeah. It's gotten oh, so weird well, so fast. Like absolutely. I'm like, yeah. there's a train with no one. And then if they stay on it, they stay on there too long. They'll get disintegrated. Wait, what? And dude, like, like the, the, the titles of the episodes too just help out so much. Cause like, that's the tone for yeah, it. The first you have, episode like, you have seven. Yeah. Second one is reservoir dogs. And then the third, third one is speed. No, no, no. The third one is mission impossible. Wait, no, two, one of them had to be called, one of them was called Speed. The fourth. That's oh, the that's fourth right. episode. We went past, we went yeah. past three. You guys, went, you, you guys went past three. But when you look at every single episode, the title plays into what's going on. You know, like the, the whole heist feeling that you're getting was because it's Mission Impossible. He, he wants to send them on this really 
crazy ass heist. But, but the funny thing is, like, they, they, they it's not like Mission Impossible because they don't have a cha- they don't have a choice to accept it or not. Well, they do. I mean, he says they I'll, do. I'll give but you if they a billion don't. dollars, but well, once they, but, but once they put the, the thing offer. around his neck, though, I thought they couldn't. No, because if, the, if they if they say no, were, he, he explodes these their neckies and they diesies. Well, yeah. you know. It's minor <laughs> details, right? Right. right? Fuck, you know, fuck the details. I'm like, this they all, they is all exploding meat ha- saw, bro. <laughs> they have exploding collars and everything. But like, what I think is funny too is that how they explain how the world like is the way it is. Yeah, is like for some reason in anime like this and other animes, they always have like these weird like animal characters that come up like, "Hey, did you know?" Yeah. And this one's like it's a bunny and a shark. And it's like, "Hey, Mister Shark, do you know what Kanto and like that that is?" Well, no, I don't, Mister Rabbit. What is it? I know it's supposed to be funny in the show. I just found I just immediately for me though, for me those for I, I feel like those parts ran a little bit too long, and it was like we could have we could be having more weird action like shit going on it instead of the weird better. comedy. Yeah, yeah, but because honestly, none of it was funny. Like it just didn't. I didn't laugh. I was just like, all right, cool. These guys are on again. Fuck, this is well. They just wanted to actually make it. They they were going for the theme of really wacky, off the wall. Uh pacing and tone but you don't need that though like the show the, the main show Wyatt, so that i can't sign off on all the main show the main show itself is is whacking off the wall enough that you don't need to add that in yeah but you gotta also understand that they want to ramp it up to 11 it, it's, it's not, already at 11 with like, and they want to make sure that it stays it there because you never want that you never want it you don't want that kinetic energy and their storytelling to go down but it doesn't because like you have those points where there's the action sequences and then they go, then they kind of put more into the story and then they have the action sequences and then you have something, then you have like those points of <laughs> where shit, are they going to actually make it onto the train? And then you don't know. And that's, and that keeps it going. And then you have, like I said, the action is you have the brawler who watching him in itself where he's like, I'm going to beat this guy. I'm the one who's going to win. I'm the best brawler in the world. In the world. <laughs> and then he's fighting basically Kakashi and that's entertaining enough. I think the little kitty explanation thing at first, like, okay, this is how they're kind of dropping a little bit of information on the world. Cool. But then when it's in every episode and they break down and that's really when they, I'm just like, it. well, now this has kind of pulled me out of the world a bit. Okay. I was going I'm, I'm just kind of more so wait, I'm just more so like waiting for that to end so I can get back to what the actual show is. Mm-hmm. I think there could have been a better way to explain. There could have been. Instead, I feel like that was you do all these other things and everything is so beautiful the way all the lights and then you cut to literally two tater tots on a stick twirling around and they're saying hey do you want to talk about why things are weird like <laughs> you're going to you're going to do extra credit but then you're going to turn around and give us this half ass potato stuff no yeah cuz i mean cuz like you you I, and i get the idea of changing the the look the aesthetic from like this like sh- you know sharp clean shiny anime to this kind of hand drawn like you know kid School project. Everything else. Yeah. I like, I like, just feel like they could have done a better job. I think. I think it could have been. It, it could have been different. Um. I think they could have done something different. I mean, if they wanted to include something like that, like cool, like ha- have something like that in each episode, but have it be different. Have it be some other way of explaining it, or do it at the end. You know, of the yeah. You know, do it at the end where you can have them do it, or you can have On next episode, right? You <laughs> know, episode. you could have like what they had in uh, what Cowboy Bebop. You had the, 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 bounty, the Hunters. bounty Hunter show. You could have kind of something like that where like, That's they explain the thing it. I actually wrote down was like if they did it kind of more like Cowboy Bebop because that was the type of, you know, introduction I uh, I could see a show like this doing and it make it work. 
like at first it kind of worked for me, but just like what you said, you guys said is like, it's a, it's, it's a trick that, that, that they're trying to make as part of the show that you could honestly try differently to put, kind of make it go more seamlessly. Cause yeah. Like when you brought up the whole cowboy bebop example of the bounty hunter show, that was the whole point for the bounty hunters, but you'd never saw them every single episode. You saw them, you know, like once in a while, like all of a sudden, bang, it just Make happened. It special. Yeah. And if they did that, probably, probably would be best to actually see it. But again, this just makes me want to watch it more. Like, like, how, I, how many I, more times are they going to try and do it? Outside, outside, of, outside of that part, the, the show makes me want to keep watching. I mean, yeah. honestly, we kept going because we went to the fourth episode. Because I want to find out, like, one. When she gets her shit together, man. Yeah, if I she gets her shit out. together. Why is, you know, the area between Kansai and Kanto, like, I get that it's, it's you know, dangerous. It's radioactive. It's, it's a no man's land. But, but why? then, but why? Like, but then, but why? when they go through the 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 the, uh, the decontamination zone, why does it vaporize every? You know, it vaporizes everything. But the officers are going through the train, and this is a little bit jumping ahead. You see that they they have cars for passengers. Why do they have that if nobody is going to ride? If nobody can ride on it, if nobody can make it through the decontamination zone, why do you have passenger cars? So. And then also too, and then also right? like, study. Duh, because no one wants to go on the train. <laughs> so no I one's see, allowed. I want to see what happens. I want because in the intro they show more executioners. Yeah. So I want to see who the rest of those are, and kind of to see like what their you know what their special little abilities are, and also too it's just it's a you know see what other movie references they throw in there because again if you've seen Blade Runner that opening sequence in the first episode. Is Honestly, pretty yeah. much right out of fucking Blade Runner. I mean, the the influences of this show just have me automatically wanting to wanting to uh, continue on because, like, you have homages to Blade Runner, you have homages to '80s action movies that I saw, you have definitely homages to Tarantino. I mean, Tarantino, and especially to the vibe that I get from this was like seeing a world created by Robert Rodriguez and. Quentin Tarantino, like you, what would you would see in uh, Planet Terror? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that type of those type of characters that are just so freaking outlandish and off the wall that you partly want them to exist, but you definitely know you don't want them to exist. Well, yeah, because you have the hacker who's just like, I'm going to try and do this. Oh, that wasn't fun at all. That like, wasn't fun. He succeeds, love- and most people would be like, Oh, wow, cool! Like you did it, and he's like, eh. Eh. But that's yeah. what makes them so fun is that all of them have their all little weird quirks, quirks. and then yeah. they're like, Yeah. Like, I, mean, I know Anime Breakfast Club when I see it, guys. I was That's like, what this I'm trying to figure out who's my favorite one out of the group because they're so unique because they all have these, like, their, their own individual quirks that you basically go, ah, oh, no, I like that guy more. I want to know how they based it off. It had to have been based off of something. Like, they twirled it and, like, did some, like, weird psychology stuff where, like, they twirled it and it's, like, that, you know, the doctors, you know, this type of, of you know, Whatever person and yeah. Personalities, this yeah. Type split and personalities, they like picked them all. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they did. And they're like, that's what I wouldn't are. be because like the way that one, the way the show looks to the way the show plays out is that they all have, they obviously have their part to play, but yeah. there's also a reason why they are the way they are like the girl. And I'm not saying like, you know, if you find money on the street, like, you know, you got to return it. But at the same time too, if you have like an old lady yelling at you, like you need to pay for your takiyaki, like you have and a coin. She's going to call the cops. Yeah. Like- you have that 500, that 500 yen coin. 
fucking use it. Like, fuck that noise. He didn't want it. It's all yours. It's fucking all yours. free dinner. And now you're in jail. No shit. So <laughs> I would say for this now one. now you're in jail, which was like probably like that escalated so quickly. Like that old lady like lost it. She was and like, those what? cops were there super fucking yes. quick too. Like she dialed the fucking, she's like the, the Japan, you know, was like zero one one or whatever Japan's nine one one is. And the cops were there, threw her in the back, took her to the police station. And then even the robot's like, you're a swindler. Like, you're a thief. It's like, she's like, no, it's like, I just didn't want to use his fucking money. Like, it's not mine. And like, she's trying to be honest. But at the same time, it's like, look, you could have easily avoided all this if you just use that fucking coin Probably. to buy your food. For every time you've talked to a guy that's like, you see me, seems like a jerk. You're like, yeah. I'm going to go talk to him with that money. I'm going to go give him his money back. Watch my stuff, guys, okay? Wish me luck. So I would say for Akadama Drive, for myself, I'm going to give it a recommendation. Absolutely. Uh, David, it sounds like you were going with it as oh, well. Yeah. If this is one of those animes that, as funny as it sounds, this is an anime I would uh, recommend to uh, Flores, who's who's getting it back into anime thanks to thanks to this show too. But <laughs> this is something that me and him would absolutely go bonkers on because it's a Tarantino Rodriguez homage. And when you see it, it's kind of like, yeah, this deserves to be to be watched. I, I understand why when I looked at the show, when I did the research on it, it's getting some really good praise. Like it's getting yeah. like eights and nines. Oh, uh, I think online. I think some cool. I think I hope the rest of the series is just as good as the beginning. Same here. I get most likely get weirder if it's if the beginning, the first four episodes are any indication. And Casey, would you give this your recommendation? Yeah. So, yeah, right. I want to see her screw so, it all up. That's what I want to see. So we have Yashihime, which is... We'll take care of her. <laughs> right? Yes. Ride his coattails. All right, guys. So we have Yashihime, Half Demon Princess, a shaky recommendation from all three of us. Uh, Akudama Drive, a very solid recommendation for our listeners. Yeah. So everybody, I want to thank one, KCB. Thank you for joining us yet again. David, thank you, good sir, for being in here. No problem. Thank you. And again, I am Gregory Darkside Holmes. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Otaku Force. Again, you can find us on RenomadDigitalMedia.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, and the soon to be OtakuForce.com. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a fucking mask. 